What's up, everybody? Welcome to Not Your Average Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler, a.k.a. TG. Um, June 20th, 2019. It's Thursday. We're almost there. We're almost to the weekend, guys. Don't worry about it. All right. So let's get you started with some news for the day. Um, NASA is launching tiny satellites to study bubbles in Earth's upper atmosphere. And the reason they said that is they're going to do this is because they want to understand how our atmosphere muddies radio signals we rely on for communications and navigation. Um, smart move, obviously. I mean, we want to understand why these things or why these so-called bubbles, as they're calling them, are interfering with our radio signals. God dang. Um, I mean, obviously, uh, communications and navigation are very important to human life right now. Um, But we just want to understand why these radio, or they, why these bubbles or in the atmosphere are messing with our radio signals, you know? So I I think it's a good idea by NASA. I mean, it's a good way to, it's good way to get this process started. Um, man, um, Hopefully they get the information they're looking for out of this. I <clears throat> can't say for sure, a hundred percent. But you know, hopefully this gives them the answers they're looking for. We'll find out. But um, I guess there's only one way to really find out. So we'll figure it out then, I guess. Um, but anyway, um, obesity rates are falling among U.S. preschoolers. It was 16% in 2010 to 14% in 2016. So maybe we're on the right track as far as obesity among kids, maybe. Still not 100% sure on that, but you know, it's... A general step in the right direction. Now, if we can get this to apply to everyone as a whole as well, you know, then maybe we would start living longer, healthier lives. But, you know, I mean, at least the numbers coming down, I mean, that's a start. But, you know, um, it, I mean, number's still not great by any means. I mean, and also this was three years ago, so this isn't exactly the most up-to-date information. But, you know, um, at least it is going down still. Oh, goodness. Jeez. Um. But yeah, I mean, it's 
good to see that these things are happening, or the change is beginning. I don't know if we'll, we can sustain it. We hope so, but, you know, there's only one way to find out moving forward. Um, Cracker Barrel bans an anti-gay pastor from holding an event in one of its stores, and I am completely on board with this. We can't tolerate things like this. Or we, a pastor is anti-gay. That's just, that's not right. And, um, 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 but, you know, I just, I still don't see this as right by any means, so. Cracker Barrel has a pretty accepting um, franchise or organization. There we go. Um, and I, goodness. Greg Cracker Barrel took a stand on this. Um, I know I would do the same thing if I was in Cracker Barrel's position, but. Um, I mean, to spread, uh, I don't know what, I didn't specifically read into what the event was, and frankly, I don't care. If you're anti-gay, and you're especially going to a friend, uh, organization that's, um, more accepting of people than you are, then I don't think you have the right to be able to ask them to host an event there that could be used in that way, you know? <coughs> um, uh, I just don't get it. I don't get people like that, and I forget it. Um, as you can tell, it pisses me off a little bit, but, you know, whatever. I don't understand how you we can live in a world where people are not accepting of each other still. <sighs> Especially with all the steps we've taken. It just, blo it just blows my mind, dude. Um, astronomers have found two new planets that could potentially support life. Whether this is going to be 100% true or not is yet to be seen. Um, We'll see what um, what the, the these astronomers can find and see if it actually can support life. Um, but you know, do we want to leave Earth? I mean, we might have to if our if our freaking climate doesn't stop changing. So. And also, and like I talked about with the population growth that is expected the other day. Um, crap, was that Tuesday already? I mean Monday. Oh, there it is. Um, 
but like I said, if the population does grow like they say it might, um, then <laughs> we all might be screwed, and we might need to move to another planet. So, um, you know, we're just going to have to wait and see on that one. Um, but, um, if life can be supported on these planets, that would be a huge step forward for our potential to expand out into the galaxy and not just be on one planet. Um, personally, I don't know how this is going to work. I mean, if the crappy Fantastic Four movie said, don't go to another planet, then I, don't, I, don't, <laughs> I really don't know. Um, but... <coughs> it's interesting, to say the least. Um, um, but, you know... It is what it is, really. Um, whatever. Um, my last news note of the day, a UN a United Nations refugee agency has said one in every 108 people on this planet has been displaced. That's insane. You can get a hundred people together in one place and probably one of them has been displaced in their life. That's this is this can also be attributed to population growth. I'm sure this number is only going to grow, especially if we continue growing. I mean, we're gonna have to tear down everything to build stuff or stuff for people to live in. This rate, <clears throat> um, definitely would not recommend this, but you know. not looking good. The population growth, the climate change, the people being displaced, the obesity rates being high, I mean, <clears throat> maybe we do need to move to another planet so we can spread out the resources, I don't know. <clears throat> First we gotta find one that definitively supports life, but who knows how long that's going to take to find, but anyway, um, guess I should move on to my sports for the day. Um, the Women's World Cup, yesterday, <clears throat> England took down Japan 2-0 to win the group and have a perfect clean run through the group. England was actually out, had less attempts than Japan, 14-16, to 6 to 4 6 corners to 4 corners for Japan, 51% ball possession for England, 82% pass accuracy for England and 80 for Japan. And there were no yellow cards in this game. So, <clears throat> no yellows, no reds. England walks out of there with 9 points in the group in hand and Japan walks out of there with 4 points in second place. Because, oh man, was the second game, the other game yesterday, fantastic. Scotland and Argentina finished in a 3-3 draw. Scotland was up 3 to nothing with, at, in the 70, 
fourth minute and let Argentina come back. Um, now, this is where VAR is super controversial right now. Goalkeepers coming off the line on penalty kicks. They have to have one foot on the line when the kicker, when the penalty kick taker hits the ball. Um, and I understand that's a rule that you're not allowed to do that. But that having been said, um, I mean, um, I think VAR should just let this go. <clears throat> I know it breaks the law. I know it does. But it's just not something I want to see in the game where we have to bring that stuff kind of stuff back. Scotland could have advanced through to the knockouts. Well, no, they wouldn't have advanced. But now Scotland has to go home feeling disappointed as they can be. Um, but both teams had 12 attempts in this game. Scotland had five corners to Argentina's one. They split even ball possession evenly. 75% pass accuracy for Scotland to 74% for Argentina. And that Scotland had three yellow cards compared to Argentina's one. So, crazy. Um, today, final day of the group stage. Group E is first at noon. On FS1, you got Cameroon and New Zealand, who are both looking to get three points and hopefully make the knockout stage. Um, a draw does neither of them good. So, a win does every, all of them, or does one of them great. Um, on Also at noon on Fox, you have the high-profile matchup of this group for first place, Netherlands versus Canada. Personally, I think Canada's the better team, but, you know, the Netherlands, they've been scrappy, and they're going to fight for this win. Um, so, we'll see how it goes. I mean, both of them are through, so I don't know how they'll uh, specifically approach this game. But, I think New Zealand beats Cameroon and gets maybe into the knockout round. Um, and then Canada, I think, will draw with the Netherlands, which would mean the Netherlands win off of goals scored, win the group off goals scored, which is incredible. Um, but lastly, Group F's at 3 o'clock. You got, on FS1, you got Thailand and Chile, both also... <clears throat> looking for three points so they can get uh, so they can um, get to the knockout stages as the third place team because the other game on Fox both teams are already through Sweden versus the US um, both teams are already through like I said this is just for first in the group and this is also a rivalry because we've played each other in almost every single World Cup We've played in six of the eight World Cups. And also Sweden knocked us out of the Olympics in 2016. So this is a this is a massive rivalry we've got going with them right now. They're, Sweden's goalkeeper is even talking about how we want to talk to the press and they're going to play. Screw you. I mean, come on now. 
I mean, let let us do our thing. You go, you go train and do whatever the heck you need to do to win to try to beat us. We're the U.S. You better, you best not miss with your best shot. That's all I'm saying. Getting a little fired up here because you know it is a rivalry now. You wouldn't think that it is, but it's a hundred percent a rivalry. And we're gonna see how this day closes out. Today we will know the knockout stage at five or around five o'clock. So this is gonna, it's gonna be a fun one. I'll tell you that right now. Um, but here we go, boys. This is for all the marbles in the group. If we finish second, we would get the runner-up in Group E. So Netherlands or Canada. That could be interesting as well. If we win, we take Spain. We draw, we take Spain. So Spain, Netherlands, or Canada are three options. Um, so... <clears throat> Well, there's only one way to figure it out. We're going to figure it out at 3 o'clock today. So, anyway, Gold Cup. Last night, Martinique took down Cuba 3 to nothing. Um, Martinique had more shots, 20 to Cuba's 10. They actually had the ball less at 41% possession. 83% to Cuba's 81% pass accuracy. Three yellow cards for Martinique to Cuba's five. Cuba also got a red card in this game and finished the match down a man. I thought Martinique could win, but I didn't know it would be 3 nothing. I'm not going to lie to you on that one. Um, but that's okay. <coughs> um, and then in the set in the nightcap, <coughs> in the nightcap, Mexico took down Cuba three, or excuse me, Mexico took down Canada three to one. <clears throat> so, um, Mexico outshot Canada 15 to 10, 70% ball possession for Mexico, five to corners to Canada's two, 97% pass accuracy to Canada's 78%, and Canada had the only yellow card of this game. So as it stands through two of three match days in Group A for the Gold Cup, Mexico and Canada would move on to the knockout stage or the quarterfinals. <coughs> and Mexico's not entirely through yet. It'd take a miracle for them not to make it through, but they're not automatically through yet. So we'll wait, <coughs> we'll wait and see how it plays out. But today we move on to Group B. We move back to Group B. Um, the first game today, uh, these are being played in Frisco, Texas at Toyota Stadium, home of the FCS National Championship. Um, Nicaragua plays Haiti in the first game. Um, Haiti might win. I'm not entirely sure about that, but I think Nicaragua can at least force a draw out of that game. But Costa Rica should definitely beat Bermuda in the second in the nightcap at 9.30, I think, at 9.30. Um, <clears throat> Costa Rica is just a better team. Costa Rica, I mean, they should uh, get through this perfect, I would think. But, you know, you never know. Crazier shit has happened. So... 
Um, but we'll see what happens tonight. We'll start at 7 o'clock. Who knows what channel? I think FS1, maybe. I don't know that for sure, but we'll find out. Um, College World Series. Louisville knocked out Auburn yesterday. Vanderbilt went to 2-0 and beat, took down Mississippi State 6-3. And Texas Tech knocked out Florida State and Mike Martin, their head coach. <clears throat> now, what Mike Martin was able to do at Florida State, that's pretty legendary. Um, to be able to say that you could have 40 wins or more in all 40 of your seasons coaching at Florida State, that's pretty, pretty special. Um, 17 College World Series appearances, couldn't finish it off, unfortunately for Mike Martin. He didn't go out on a championship, as unfortunate as it is, you know, you hate to see it, but it is what it is. Um, and, and you hear stories about Mike Martin. He was, a, I mean, you hear he's a great guy. He's really, um, he's really just he, a full heart, always cared for others, you know, that sort of type of thing. I mean, basically, he, he, I mean, he, what they say about Mike Martin is what I want people to say about me. I'm trying my best to make that happen, but, you know, <clears throat> I'm doing what I can, hopefully, um, to make that happen, but, you know, if you don't see it, see me that way either, I mean, I'm sorry, I, I, just, I'm trying my best, okay, so, um, but, you know, whatever, anyway, um, but today we only have one game at the College World Series today. Um, at 8 o'clock on ESPN2, we got Mississippi State Louisville since the NBA draft is tonight, which we will be covering that for tomorrow. You better believe that. Um, but we'll talk about that. We'll talk about a lot about that, I'm sure, tomorrow. But, um, Mississippi State Louisville. Did they play each other already? <gasps> no, Mississippi State and Louisville have not played each other yet. So, this should be a good matchup. The win, the loser goes home. The winner goes on to take on Vanderbilt tomorrow at 7, I think. Yeah. Um, I think Louisville gets the job done. I don't really see a way that <clears throat> I know Mississippi State they like to play the comeback kid and stuff like that, but I think Louisville ultimately gets the job done and goes on to face Vanderbilt and then we'll be down to the final four at the College World Series. But I guess only time will tell, right? So Alright. <clears throat> to some softball transfer news. Um <coughs> <coughs> <clears throat> wow. <clears throat> that was quite intense. 
Um, um, but for former Auburn pitcher Chardonnay Harris has picked a destination where she's going to transfer to. Um, she's going to transfer to Louisville. And her stats in her two years at Auburn, she had a 2.62 ERA. She was 14 and 9 in 44 appearances. She started 21 games through seven complete games all of this year. Four shutouts and a save. Both were this year. She pitched 144.1 innings. Or 144 and a third of innings. Gave up 123 hits. 66 runs. 54 were earned. 42 walks. 164 strikeouts. 12 doubles. 24 home runs. She faced 606 batters. Her batting average against was 224. She threw eight wild pitches, five hit by pitchers, two sack sack flies, and seven something or other. Um, She never hit. She committed 34 errors all this year. Mm. Well, that's unfortunate, but you know. Now she's transferring over to um, Louisville, and Louisville's got now a couple of Auburn transfers. Um, but you know. We'll see where she. Um, we'll see how she does at Louisville in the ACC next year. <clears throat> Louisville seems to be adding a few good pieces too. So watch out for Louisville next year. Louisville could make some noise in the ACC next year. I'm just saying. Um, but also, this isn't a specific player transfer. This is a team. <laughs> Um, Mississippi State, the Bulldogs, have six players transferring. That's incredible, man. You're going to be losing of six good. uh, Well, (coughs) I didn't dive into that, but you're going to be losing six players. That's that's a lot. (coughs) Now, whether they're starters or bench role players I don't know but I imagine that has to have a psychological effect on the rest of the team I mean right I mean you're losing six players I mean and who and how many ever seniors you had on your team that's just that's not setting up to be a good season next year for Mississippi <coughs> for Mississippi State you know but, you know, I hope they're able to find some transfers. <coughs> find some transfers. Um, 
and hopefully, you know, things will work out for them, but we'll see. Um, my last new uh, bit of <coughs> sports talk for today, Space Jam 2 has a cast of LeBron, Anthony Davis, Damian Lillard, Clay Thompson, Chris Paul, as well as Diana Taurasi and the Agumoke, Agumoke sisters of the WNBA. So <clears throat> we're going to see how this film turns out. I hope to God it's worse than Michael Jordan because, you know, I don't like LeBron personally. Um, I mean, I still hope it's a decent movie. I just want Michael Jordan's sp original Space Jam to be the better movie, you know? Um, but we've got a pretty star-studded lineup, that's for sure. Um, <laughs> so, we'll see how this movie turns out. Um, it's reportedly <clears throat> supposed to begin filming this uh, right now during the off-season. So, we'll see. Not necessarily sure if that's going to work. I mean, you know, guys like their vacation and all that stuff. <clears throat> it also depends on how, what everyone's doing. So, um, and I don't know if Clay can act on that torn ACL, but, um, I guess we're just going to have to see how this movie turns out, right? There's only one way to find out. <laughs> oh, man. Um, but thank you for listening today. Uh, we'll have new content for you tomorrow. Have a great day, everyone.